Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. News from the Nest brought to you today by the Baltimore City Police. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Andy Reid talking to the media about this matchup with Baltimore in the AFC Championship game. Talks about Lamar defending him and comparing he and Josh Allen in regards to running that football. You have to stay in your lane. You have to stay disciplined with with any quarterback that runs. Lamar's special. You know, he, he's fast and one of the faster guys on the field when it's all said and done. And and he's shifty. Where Josh will go, he'll go right through you. He doesn't care. He's a big big man and probably equally as fast. I mean, he's a fast kid. He's run away from secondary players. We've seen that on on tape. So this kid, he throws it well. He throws on the move well. He Runs the ball well, so we've just got to stay on top of that part of it, uh, you know, throughout practice this week and then during the game. Yeah, Lamar coming off a playoff game, Richie, which he rushed for over 100 yards. He completed over 67% of his passes for the regular season. But as Andy Reid, coach of the Chiefs, said, Vinny, I mean, hey, with both of them, you know, stay in your lane. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do defensively because if they just bring four, that gives Lamar a lot of run lanes. Um, so, you know, are they going to kind of do a spy kind of thing like Houston did until 48 got hurt? Um, because they, they play man coverage extremely well. The Chiefs do. Their secondary plays extremely. They're going to have those receivers – Kind of tied up. Lamar's going to have to take off and run a bunch in this game, I think. Now, Andy Reid also talked about playing in the environment. Buffalo, first ever road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes and just going through another city but KC to get to the Super Bowl. It's really a great environment uh, for the NFL and for their city. I mean, uh, but you're, you're playing – you're not playing against the crowd, but they're they're involved. They're right on top of you there. Probably very much like somebody coming into Arrowhead. What, what, was he talking there Buffalo or was he talking Buffalo Baltimore? and then coming here yeah. too? But I, I don't I don't think they realize I mean they've been here before, Bob, but I don't think they've heard like it's gonna be um on Sunday. I think it's gonna be extremely, extremely loud. For them, and they're going to be like, "Whoa, that was that was different than we've seen before." Because you can't practice to get ready for. It. I mean, you can crank up the music, but it's not you're not going to get what you're going to get on Sunday. It's video to Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan news from the Nest. Patrick Mahomes, hey, you won in Buffalo. That road thing's not that bad, is it? Honestly, it wasn't even like a negative thing. I, I, it was it was going to be a great environment. Uh, being in here in, in Buffalo, I'd heard about it. Obviously, I played here, but not with the fans. I knew the fans were going to be rowdy, going to be hostile. But you appreciate the greatness of, of organizations and 
going in week in and week out and packing the stadium and being being fans. I mean, that's what it's all about. Um, and so I obviously love playing at Arrowhead, um, but it is cool to go on the road in the playoff game and uh, be able to come out to win. Let me just say this, Bob. I mean, when, when they're at home, going to Arrowhead is not an easy thing. That crowd is loud, loud. You can't hear yourself think. I mean, I watched Steve Young get sacked seven times in a game because, he, you know, our linemen couldn't hear anything. So it's it, it's going to be different from a Holmes Sunday. I, I promise you it is. Well, Buffalo was pretty loud this past week, too. But some athletes in all sports take much greater joy in winning on the road and shutting up people than winning at home. There's always, I guess, some players need to be motivated in many different ways. Well, it's kind of like Michael Jordan. He always needed a reason. You know, he, he needed a way to motivate himself. And some with the crowd, you know, possibly so. But um, it's gonna be, I, it's gonna be something that they're definitely gonna have to to deal with because we've heard the people that called in, you know, on Monday, Bob, and saying, you know, that they had a headache from the crowd noise and all, and what they say the decibels were up to one fourteen. I bet you it's higher this week. And then finally with Patrick Mahomes, it is six straight AFC Championship games. Patrick Mahomes, how does that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, you appreciate it. Um, you really do. I mean, just this run, to be a part of this organization um, and to be, be in the AFC championship, game, AFC championship game, I mean, that's what you try to do every single season, why you work in the OTAs, why you work out in the offseason and, and come to, and grind every single day. And we know it's going to be a great challenge, but our goal is just to get to the Super Bowl, and that's going to take everything we have this next week because it's a great Ravens team that we're going up against. I mean, Bob, when the schedule comes, they're just, okay, you know, I mean – do they get complacent maybe some during the season? Because they, they know they know how to win in the playoffs, bottom line. You know, and that's that's Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, they don't panic during the season when they lose some games, lose a couple in a row or whatever, because they know. And when you have that – when you're getting on an airplane and you got number 15, you know, and you're the Kansas City Chiefs, bring on anybody. Uh, just giving you a heads up that looking ahead to next season – Ravens go to Arrowhead oh, play okay. the Chiefs during the regular season. Uh, my crystal ball says prime time game. Well, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Monday night or in Kansas City or a Sunday night or. It's video at Andy 1057 The Fan. Let's get out to the phone. Let's go to Minnesota. Sean. Sean, what's happening on this championship week? On this championship week. I went to go watch the Ravens beat on the uh, the Houston Texans, and I became particularly homesick here in Minneapolis when they started doing the national anthem, and I heard the crowd get up and sing, and you know how it is in Balmer when any sporting event in the national anthem comes out, you know, we get to the point where we go, oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, you go outside of the Baltimore area and you do that, a lot of people consider it very rude. Sign of disrespect is what I was told yes, one time. That's what, that's what someone came up to me and said. I said, buddy, I'm from Baltimore, and we're going to the, we're going to the Super Bowl. Will you leave me alone? And then just, you know, kept it moving. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that. I, I love how we do that, though. 
Well, it's, that's a unique to Baltimore thing. Now, this whole seven nation army nonsense that people lose their minds over, mm-hmm. uh, it's not exclusive to Baltimore. Everybody does it, it seems. But the O at the national anthem, that's absolutely a Baltimore thing. And I believe my uh, late great friend, Wild Bill Hagee, is one that started that thing. Oh, he's gone already? Would you hang up on him? It's video at 81057 The Fair. We have time for another call, Nolan. Let's do it. Let's get Aaron Rodgers. Let's get Trippy in Baltimore. Trippy, what's up? Hey, what's going on? I heard you say Aaron Rodgers. I probably say Aaron Rodgers, but um, yeah, you get it now. He's tripping on that ayahuasca, or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna. Uh, what's up, Vinny? Hey, Vinny. You know we talked about this during training camp, man. It's finally here, man. The AFC Championship game, and um, I ain't gonna lie. I still like. I'm still trying to recover from the game, so I'm pretty sure Sunday, man. I'm gonna be screaming my lungs up, but I feel like the bank won't be more louder than the, the last time Pat Mahomes came here because it's an AFC championship game. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I feel like the crowd, I feel like we do our part. We should be able to win. The Ravens do their job. The Flock do their job. And, hey, we'll be going to Vegas. All right, Trippy, thanks. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. Just, just do your job. Just do your job. You know, I mean, if you're supposed to catch passes, catch passes. You know, don't do anything extra. Yeah, don't do dumb penalties. Just play your game. They just play like they played last week defensively and in the second half offensively. Be happy. John Harbaugh meeting with the media as we speak. We will hear from him. Roquan Smith's talking it well. That's all going to be coming your way later in this hour and certainly through the 1 o'clock hour. But when we come back, we're going to count that midweek money. It is buy or sell. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. We'll preview the championship game with him. Games, of course, because it's the Final Four in the NFL. Got Vinny's film of the Ravens D. We're going to look at the playoff schedule. Two games left. Jeff Berman, InsideMDSports.com. We'll preview Maryland, Iowa. Terps need a road win, and they need one bad. Can they get it against Fran McCaffrey and his Hawkeyes? We'll talk about that later in the show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057, The Fan. Kenny and Haney, 1057, The Fan, here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. It's AFC Championship Week. Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Roquan Smith speaking with the media. As we speak, John Harbaugh already has Kyle Hamilton, Lamar Jackson coming up. We're going to hear from all parties before we get out of here at 2 o'clock. But let's get selfish. Let's count that money by yourself. Yeah, let's get selfish, Bob. We're, we're taking money today. The Dow's up 119. The S&P's up 31. NASDAQ is up 164. DraftKings up $1.15. Under Armour's down 11 cents. Start here in the NBA where the Miami Heat shaking things up. They traded away Kyle Lowry and a first-round pick to acquire Terry Rozier from Charlotte. Uh, this all went down yesterday, and they could certainly use a spark. Currently sitting sixth in the East right now after making a trip to the finals last year. Lowry, uh, end of his tenure here with Miami, but did have an impact early in his uh, time there. But since then, a steady decrease in minutes and production. Meanwhile, Rogier, uh, in the midst of a career scoring year uh, with a fellow guard in LaMelo Ball, he commands a lot of shots himself. Rogier's still getting his. Buy or sell, Bob, the Heat's guard swap will pay off with a boost in the standings the rest of the way. I'll buy that. Scary Terry's got playoff experience, too, from his days with the Celtics. It looks like Charlotte's just going to go ahead and flip Kyle Lowry, but his numbers are big because LaMelo Ball missed a ton of time. Gordon Hayward's always hurt out there in Charlotte. That was a bad acquisition. But either way, Terry Rose here to Miami. That is a very good thing for the Heat. Talk about the Chiefs here. Travis Kelsey might not have put up his usual regular season numbers this year, but still the main threat in the Kansas City offense. And he can also make some history this Sunday. Seven receptions. That's all he needs to pass Jerry Rice for the most all-time in playoff history. That seems like a given at this point, but also five touchdowns and 552 yards shy of breaking Jerry's other two postseason records. So, Vinny, I think we can all agree he's going to get the receptions, maybe even this Sunday. But by or sell, by the end of his career, he will have easily surpassed all of Rice's marks. See, I don't know. What if he retires? You know, I mean, he doesn't. Especially if they win it, the Super Bowl? Well, I, I don't out know. On top. Just especially maybe if, you know, I mean, last week against Buffalo was the first time he had a touchdown, what, five or six games? Um, I I don't think he gets the touchdown record. I, I'll, I'll say that he gets, he'll get the receiving record. More in the NBA yesterday. Really the big news uh, that sort of upstaged that heat trade was uh, the Bucks going ahead and firing their head coach, Adrian Griffin, after just 43 games, his first year as a head coach. They currently sit second in the Eastern Conference. They're 30-13, and so everyone's sitting here saying, well, why would you fire a coach after you're 30-13? and Well, the expectations, we know they're high after they traded for Damian Lillard and the reported 
uh, interest in Doc Rivers. That came to fruition today. They're making that official as we speak. Doc Rivers is going to come in and replace him as head coach. Uh, Rivers has remained without a job after being fired by the Sixers last year. But Bob Byersell uh, bringing in Rivers here. Uh, the Bucks can go ahead and kiss their title aspirations goodbye. I'm going to sell that. Unless Doc Rivers comes in and plays defense like he did when he played for Atlanta back in the 80s because they're struggling right now to stop teams from scoring. I mean, they were 30-13 and 13 with David Blatt was the last guy to get fired in Cleveland uh, with a guy having that much success. Damian Lillard is a premier scoring guard. As we all know, we've seen. He almost literally has half-court range. He's not a great defender. Drew Holiday was a really good defensive guard, and they're kind of missing that a little bit right now. Until they tighten up defensively, they can get Red Hour back from the uh, uh, the heavens of basketball, and that's not going to help him unless he's bringing Bill Russell with him. But I wouldn't say because Doc's there, they're doomed to failure, even though he hasn't won a title since 2008. And according to my math, that's 16 years ago. Well, it was another disappointing finish for the Bills on Sunday night, their hot streak that they ended the regular season on. It's all for nothing. Uh, will major changes be coming to their offense? They did make a midseason change at offensive coordinator. Remember, they switched from Ken Joe Dorsey Brady. to Joe Brady. And earlier this week, Josh Allen endorsed his new offensive coordinator by saying, quote, I love what he brings to this team, how much preparation he's put into a tough situation these last seven to eight weeks. Vinny, buy or sell. Brady, shown enough here to keep that job. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. You know, and your quarterback's buying in, and, and he played. Uh, I think the stats would probably prove it out, too. they got to find a number one receiver. they got to find out what the deal is with Diggs. He's got to either crap or get off the pot. And we'll close things here also in the NFL. Zach Ertz finally found a new home for the playoffs. Uh, sort of out of desperation, though. The Lions brought him in this week, signed him to their practice squad. They lost their backup tight end, Brock Wright, in the divisional round. And we remember just a few weeks ago, the injury scare with Sam Laporta, although he's since returned to his usual self. But uh, prior to signing Zach Ertz, he was the only healthy tight end on the roster. So even on short notice, the expectation is that Ertz will be elevated from the practice squad for Sunday's game. But, Bob, are you buying or selling that we see him record a reception? I'll half buy. I think his impact, if he has one, will be like Dalvin Cooks was for the Ravens last week against Houston. Because, like you just said, Laporta's fine. So they're going to get him the rock. And I think St. Brown's going to have a monster part of their offense. So I think his impact will be minimal. But I wouldn't be surprised if he touches the ball. At all. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 the Pet. When we come back, Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com, or preview the playoffs with him. Talk about the draft a little bit as the Bears have the number one pick. Are they going to go Caleb Williams? What are they going to do with Justin Fields? We can get into all that drama. You want to join us? You can. 410-583-1057. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens offense coming up later in the hour as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Check back three, four, five times a day for the latest breaking sports news. 1057 The Fan. Hey, hey, 1057 The Fan. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick the songs you want to hear. Favorite female artist or band will play them. Send a request. Plus, for text line. 410-583-1057. NFL Lunch coming up at 1. We're going to hear from Lamar. We're going to hear from Harbaugh. Roquan Smith. I believe Kyle Hamilton's going to speak with the media as well. But let's preview the championship games in the National Football League, which starts Sunday at 3 o'clock. 105.7 The Fan. We've got the Ravens and the Chiefs. And then later on, it is San Francisco as seven-point favorites now over the Lions. He's with CBSSports.com. Joining us on the WGK Law guest hotline. Joins us every week. He's Ryan Wilson. Ryan, what is up? How you feeling there on championship week? Uh, not as good as you guys. Good afternoon. How's it going? It's good. going all right. And, uh, the, the ice is melting away. It's, it's going to be a little warmer than it was last weekend here in the Charm City. But let's look back quickly, if we could, at the divisional round of the playoffs. San Francisco against Green Bay. The 49ers had to sweat. It seems as though, Ryan, it's almost like I'm gonna, I am going to use a boxing analogy. Like a fighter gets KO'd and he's never the same after he gets knocked out for the first time. The Ravens knocked them out on Christmas night. They don't seem to be the same. Is that an overreaction or is that something we should maybe keep an eye on Sunday against Detroit? Definitely worth keeping an eye on. The other thing I came back to, and I think this applies to both games last week, it felt like the bye teams, both the Ravens and the 49ers, were a little slow out of the gate. I think part of that for Baltimore was because D'Amico Ryans was blitzing his brains out. He was going for it no matter what. Uh, and they made the adjustments to halftime. I heard Lamar talk about that. The 49ers, part of me thinks Brock Purdy doesn't play well in poor weather. Like, he played terribly in that Browns game when the weather went sideways. And also, that's the game where Debo was out. Debo went out this game in the first few series, and that offense isn't the same without him. And, you know, I made the case throughout the season that Brock was, was uh, while he wasn't the best player on that team, he was the MVP. Maybe Debo's the MVP because it feels like that team is completely different uh, when he's not out there doing what he does. But I think the weather played a part. I think the fact that Jordan Love came out slinging it and Matt LaFleur had a great game plan played a part. But they they looked wobbly, and they didn't look unwobbly until the very last, uh, towards the end of that game, when, when Brock Purdy had to make some throws, and, and we saw the interception at the end by Jordan Love there. But they, if you're asking me which team is better on paper, and based on what my eyeballs have seen, I, I think it's the Ravens. The Ravens are a more complete team, and they're playing more consistently. Um, and I, I will say this, I, I, for as much as Kyle Shanahan gets credit for being a great, great play caller, excuse me, he gets pretty conservative in, in big moments. That's not Harbaugh. That's not Dan Campbell. So we'll see if that plays a difference this weekend and, and maybe should those two teams meet in the Super Bowl. Now getting to the championship game itself, Detroit's uh, getting seven. I think they're a live dog personally, Ryan, in this matchup. If they're going to spring the upset based on a point spread, what's the key factor going to be here as you see it? 
They're going to have to – this is going to be cliche, but they can't avoid the big mistakes, number one, because their defense of the secondary is not good. Uh, they got torched last week, Cam Sutton in particular, by Mike Evans. They're not very good against tight ends. Guess what? Uh, San Francisco has a really good uh, tight end and, and George Kittle, and they need Debo to not be 100% on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, just keep doing what you're doing. Ben Johnson's going to get a head coaching job uh, the moment the – the season's over for him and the Lions. And uh, Jared Goff is playing at an extremely high level. And, I mean, you guys know this as well as I do. It doesn't matter who your quarterback is. If he's playing with confidence, he can win you any football game. Just look at Baker Mayfield, his season, and how much that's changed based on what we've seen previously from him. But offensively, good luck to the 49ers try, trying to slow this unit down. I think it's going to come uh, down to the, the Lions' defense getting after Brock Purdy in much the same way we saw Green Bay do it and making him uncomfortable. Because if you can do that, I think you have a chance to win this game because um, these two teams aren't that dissimilar in terms of the ability to put points on the board. Hey, Ryan, how big a loss for Kansas City will be? Will Thune be? I didn't even know he was out until just now. Uh, so that's a big deal because that offensive line had been playing a lot better than we saw earlier in the year. The, the issues had been uh, at, the, at the tackle positions, uh, but they kept Patrick clean last week, and, and they've been coming together a lot better than what we'd seen at various points in the season where Patrick Mahomes was visibly frustrated, mostly with the wide receivers not being where they're supposed to be. Um, but given the way <laughs> given the way that Mike McDonald gets after it, that's a problem. Like, that's a real problem. And I think uh, they're going to have their, their hands full, and they're going to need guys to – the difference for me last week for the, the Chiefs and the Bills is that the Chiefs wide receivers, who rarely made plays when they needed to over the course of the season, made those plays. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a couple of big catches, and the Bills didn't. So they have to be able to sustain that now down one of their best players and, and hope that uh, they can catch the Ravens in a mismatch somehow. But th- that's a problem. Like, that's one that I didn't know about till just now. And, Has he and been imagine- ruled out He yet? hasn't been totally ruled out yet, but just from, you know, he's got the peck injury. Yeah. yeah Hypothetically, no, okay. I guess, is what we're saying. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I would imagine uh, Justin Matabike doesn't care if it's hypothetical or not. He's going he's gonna to be getting after it. And we, we've seen the, the progress he's made. And he's, a, he's a, another example of a guy I remember watching coming out of college thinking this guy is, is twitched up. And sometimes it takes two or three years to, to get to where you need to be. He is there now, and he's about to cash in on, on the way he's played, especially if he has another big game uh, if Tooney isn't uh, 100%. Hey, Ryan, I don't know what you thought, but I thought um, last weekend against Houston, that was the best I've seen the Ravens' defense as a group play. Yeah, they got after it. And while I don't think that uh, C.J. Stroud collapsed, I don't think he played poorly necessarily. I don't think he had many opportunities. Nope. And you talked about it last week, the, the Jets game, where he was made uncomfortable and didn't look quite the same. That's the sense I got in, in this game. Now, the first 30 minutes was, was sort of back and forth in terms of the offense is not doing much and the game being tied at halftime. But after that, uh, when they needed to – they couldn't run the ball, and they haven't been able to run the ball all year. But when it was T.J. Stroud needing to make plays, it was extremely difficult for him. And that translates. I mean, look, you're not playing a rookie quarterback this week, but you can get after Patrick Mahomes and make him uncomfortable. And we've seen him over the course of this year, especially without the playmakers – Force some throws that he might otherwise not not force. Now Travis Kelsey's playing better too, so there's that. Maybe you guys will get to experience the the Taylor Swift in the stands thing. So there there's some some other angle you can enjoy. But um, in terms of the defense, hats off to, to Mike McDonald and those guys for, for playing at, at at such a high level. What do you think the Chiefs are going to do to try to combat Lamar running? Well, Nick Bolton is. I think he I think he was a spy last week and he was out. He got hurt in that game. Yep. So that's a problem. Uh, if you don't have a spy 
uh, who can at least somehow stay relatively close to Lamar, that's a huge issue because Lamar proved that while he's a completely different player than he was in 2019, uh, he is so incredibly balanced in terms of run pass. If you need him to run the ball, he can take over games. And he ain't Josh Allen. He's not trying to run through people. He's He maybe isn't as fast as he was when he came to the league, but he's still running four fours. So good luck trying to, to tackle that in the open field. So I don't know what the plan is going to be from Spagnuolo uh, if Bolton isn't healthy enough to play because he's an athletic middle-of-the-field linebacker that could – do the sideline to sideline stuff you need him to do. So I don't know what plan B is going to be. Drew Tranquil came in uh, last week, and he, he's not the player that, that Bolton is. So um, I would imagine they're going to try something. We'll see if it works because, um, you know, if you, if Lamar's uh, will to do what he wants, that's a huge problem for your defense. Now, Ryan, I, I want to see how Kansas City is going to stop the Ravens running. And, and here's Ooh. here's the biggest thing that I see is, is you know, I see – Karloftis, 263. I see um, Mike Dana is 251. The two inside backers are 243 and 237. You know, they have Chris Jones, who's 310, and and, uh, Nandi, who's 317. But they're small, fast guys. And I think that could cause them, you know, some issues. They gave 182 yards rushing last week. We heard Tony Romo say it just about every snap that the Bills ran the ball. They were displacing – the Bills' offensive line was displacing yep. the front three or front four for the Chiefs, and there were no answers. Now, the only thing that balanced that out was that the Chiefs were running all over the Bills as well. I don't think that's going to happen. There's not going to be that uh, tip-for-tat run game success uh, against the Ravens, I don't think. So that that's a huge problem because we know that what Gus Edwards can do – and here's the other thing that's been so impressive about how this offense is, is – gone through Munkin and, and Lamar, is that Keaton Mitchell went down in week 15, I think. Uh, you lost uh, J.K. Dobbins in week one. You just keep putting guys in there, and they keep making plays. And um, I, I think that's a testament to how this offense is working. Justice Hill's making plays. Uh, Dalvin Cook got a few touches, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he had a nice, yeah. what, 19-yard run? So that's, that's going to be job number one, which sounds weird to say, stop the run and then worry about Lamar in, in the pass game later. But there's also that, and there's a chance we talked about last week that maybe Mark Andrews is back. Mm-hmm. They likely have that fantastic touchdown catch. So there are a lot of moving parts and a lot of issues for the Chiefs team. I think this Ravens team is much more formidable in terms of matchup problems than the Bills were last week for Kansas City. Now, Ryan, the, the concern I have for the Ravens is the can the wide receivers get open against their corners? That's my concern for the because their secondary, I think, is very good, the Chiefs. That is true. No, I mean – uh, well, Jerry Sneed is playing at a high level like he always does. Uh, Trent McDuffie, I think he made the pro. He's an all-pro yeah, yeah. As, a, as a slot guy, and he was a, a first-round pick a few years ago. He's special. And then in the back end, they have they have uh, Reed, who came over from Houston a few years ago. I'm with you. And I, I think those guys – look, here's the thing. Ain't, no one's guarding Zay Flowers. The only thing stopping Zay Flowers is Zay Flowers. And I thought it was good last week that he got a few catches early, looked really comfortable making those catches. You mentioned that Odell was going to have a, a couple plays. He had a couple plays. I'm not worried about those guys getting open. Um, in fact, uh, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm worried what we just talked about, stopping the run. Because if the run gets going, the rest will take care of itself. Yep. And, and they're going to be up against the wall. I don't think Lamar is going to make this sort of mistakes that we sometimes see from Josh Allen. Josh Allen didn't actually make those mistakes last week, but we see when he presses, he'll start to force the ball. And you don't get that from Lamar this year, and I think that's what makes them even more dangerous offensively. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com, joins us every 
Wednesday here on Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. As a matter of fact, CBS will broadcast the Super Bowl. And if the Ravens get there, so will 105.7 The Fan. Ryan Wilson, who's kicking it off around 6.20 on whatever date, February 11th, Super Bowl 58, after Reba McIntyre knocks people out with her rendition of the national anthem. And those, uh, well, I was going to say something ignorant, so I'll say it off the air. But who's going to the Super Bowl, Ryan Wilson? Are we going oh, chalk listen. here? As a Steelers fan, I'm actually ha- I'm an older Steelers fan. I'm happy for the Ravens. Let's put the Ravens in there, and let's have a, a, a Ravens 49ers rematch, and uh, let's see how that plays out in round two. And then Rebo knocked the power out, just like Beyonce did way back when. Ryan Wilson, next week we'll talk about the Super Bowl as we get that week. And then we'll start getting more into the draft as Ryan will tell us what quarterbacks projected to be in the first round that he'd have some concerns with. Ryan, enjoy the championship games this weekend. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, guys. There yep. he is, Ryan Wilson, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. Vinny's Phil breakdown of the Ravens and their offensive performance, especially in the second half against Houston. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. We're going to hear from Lamar who, and Kyle Hamilton talking to the media as we speak. John Harbaugh, Roquan Smith. We're going to get Jeff Ehrman on here at 1.30, talk about Maryland tonight against Iowa. Kevin Willard's Terps need a win. Can they get one on the road with Nebraska looming at home on Saturday? Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Earlier in the show, Vinny broke down the Ravens, their film against the Houston Texans defensively. Vinny, as we head into NFL lunch, let's talk about that offense and how well they did, especially in the second half against the Houston D. And I, I thought. Let's start with the O line because I've gotten on Ronnie Stanley the whole year, and I thought he played well. Uh, maybe this is the healthiest he's been because he was out there running and stuff, you know, pulling and doing some of those things. I thought he, I thought he played well. I thought he did good in pass and run. I didn't see him getting walked back, and McCarry only played one series, so Ronnie played most of the game. And same with Moses. Thought Moses looked much healthier, which is good for the Ravens, and. Um, Falele, I think he just played one series too. So both of those guys, um, that week off helped him helped him tremendously. Now uh, Zeitler in the first half thought he had some struggles. He was getting walked back in the past stuff. He played much better in the second half, but they didn't throw it as much. They ran it, I think, twenty five times the second half. Uh, Lindenbaum, you know, did a nice job. Simpson, I thought, played well. Um, the receivers, you know, it, um. I thought they did a, you know, the first half, they were running deep routes and they weren't, the, it just didn't work. The timing did not work because um, he would be getting pressure or he would be backpedaling and they weren't open yet. So I, the receivers, I, you know, a couple of them made some plays here and there. Odell made a really nice play, you know, over the middle, sliding between those two guys. Thought Bateman ran some good routes. Thought Zay ran some good routes and they stepped up especially Zay in the second half. And Bateman made a couple key plays in a game. I wish he would have got up the one that he fell down on and, and maybe got a few more yards. Um, tight end-wise, I thought likely likely's playing, likely's playing, you know, upper-level tight end in the league right now. Um, and I like the one that Lamar threw low to him. He goes, no, up high. Get it up high. Yeah. And then Lamar just patted himself. He said, that was my bad. That was my bad. Okay. And then the next one, he threw it up high to him, and he made a nice back shoulder catch. So I thought, 
he he did a a nice job. He's not going to block. I mean, that's it is what it is. And Kolar in the run stuff, he's getting better and better, and he's good at comboing and stuff. So he's getting better blocking, and I think all three. It's going to be interesting, Bob, to see who's inactive. You know, if Kohler's up and Andrews up, then they got three tight ends up. You know, how does that change things? Like Bob, eighty-three, the guy who was covering punts. I didn't know who they all. I'd never heard of him before. You know, um, so but uh, the and I with Beckham, maybe it's because Bob he had twenty snaps. Odell did. They threw it 22 times. They ran it 44, 42 times or 45 times. So I think like towards the second half, he's going to go in there in critical situations if they're going to throw it. Uh, because Aguilar, Aguilar made, you know, got the touchdown catch. I think he's playing extremely confident right now. I think all the receivers, confidence-wise, you know, with Bateman and especially Bateman and Aguilar, I think they're extremely confident. I think they feel good about their game right now, just like Likely feels good about his game. I think they're all at the top levels of where they are mentally with their game and confidence-wise. Now, the running backs, I Gus Bus just seems like he's kind of slowing down a little bit. Um, you know, he couldn't get the, the ball in the end zone. Um, Justice Hill thought Justice played good. You know, he's showing burst. He's... He's kind of taking a bull by the horns, and he's he's the guy, I think. And but this week, Gus Bus got a chance, man, because they got to run north south between the tackles. So, and he's got to bring his his uh, two hundred forty pounds because those line he'll be bigger than the linebackers. So that would be that would be big for him to have a big game. Dalvin Cook, I thought he was okay. He showed a nice little burst on the one run, and you know, on one of the runs, it looked like he didn't know where he was going. So I thought overall he it was okay. Thought Lamar, thought Lamar's good, especially you know running and making plays. And when they got four, he takes off and and makes plays and he's getting positive yards. He's not diving into the ground or anything. Thought the throws he made, I thought he made good throws. I thought the game plan was good. I thought um, what he did at halftime, you know, to jump on everybody. Yeah, but the adjustments, though, remember we talked? Adjustments were spectacular at halftime. I mean, because, Bob, they came out, they got three touchdowns and a field goal. Uh, I mean, they they weren't stopped. They they never stopped them the whole time in the second half. And the the only reason they got a field goal is because they stopped themselves. So, um, like, maybe they were offensively a little rusty to start, but then once they got that machine going, they were unstoppable. And hopefully, Bob, if they're that way, Come Sunday, they'll be in in good shape for that. Dan Chisena was the guy you're talking about, number 83 out of Penn State. But uh, getting back to the receivers and their confidence levels, I mean, you're a game away from the Super Bowl, so it's team first, I would assume, at this stage. But there's also a chance everybody gets to eat a little bit. I mean, Nelson Aguilar hasn't had a ton of catches, but he's made most of them count because he's got a lot of touchdown versus uh, receptions this year. Yeah, and including he, last week. And Bob, what was the thing about him was drops, and he hadn't had he hadn't had many drops this year. And Bateman, I haven't seen Bateman drop a ball in a while. And Flowers has been Flowers, and Odell, one or two times a game, he's going to make a big play for you, you know. And he makes a lot of big plays on third down. So I expect Odell, you know, if they can win this one and then the Super Bowl, that he's making big plays in both ga- games to help them win. 
It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. If you want to join us for NFL land, a lunch, get in here now. 410-583-1057. We got uh, Jeff Ehrman inside MD Sports joining us at 130. We'll preview Maryland-Iowa tonight, a game you can hear on The Fan. Terps have lost two in a row since that upset at Illinois almost two weeks ago. They got to start stacking wins or they're not dancing this year. Kevin Willard's Turtles. We're going to hear from John Harbaugh. Going to hear from uh, uh, Lamar. We're going to hear from Roquan Smith, Kyle Hamill. Hamilton all met with the media Ravens practice later on this afternoon. So we've we'll talking about that tomorrow, but your chance to get in is now four tap five, eight, three, one Oh five, seven. It's Vinny. It's Haiti. It's Nolan. It's woman crush Wednesday. It's championship week. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 